Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Okay, so just see right there, right there, how he's holding the base of his dick in this photo with his hand. And, you know, the dick does look nice, big, plump, and juicy. But look at his hand. Do you see how big his hand is? Now look at his dick again. There you go. (laughs) I'm... Honestly, it's like five and a half. Yeah, I swear to God, five and a half. Go over to his house and find out yourself. I promise you, five and a fucking half. shape to the right, large base with a narrow head, narrow base with a large head, smaller than average length with smaller than average girth, smaller than average length with larger than average girth, larger than average length with smaller than average girth, larger than average length with larger than average girth. We've got pink, white, off-white, Different variations of brown, black, cut, uncut, uh, like baby fucking forearm, the teeny weeny pinky dick. Let's just face it. There are so many different fucking types of dick out there. So out of all of these, which one is the right one for you? And have you seen all of these different variations and all of these different like mix and match patterns, shapes and sizes? (laughs) Well, I'm here to tell you I've seen pretty much just about all of them. And truth be told, I remember it well. It was back in 2011 when I drove just a little too far to this guy's place to get some dick in a dick pic that he had presented to me that I felt was just a little juicy looking and really just kind of enticing. But when I went to his house and walked through his door and he dropped his pants Little did I know that I was about to, for the very first time, poppers free, mind you, take an almost 13 inch dick. And I was just jaw dropped to the floor. I couldn't believe how big it fucking was, especially considering this guy was about 5'7". It really was just not the right proportion for his body type. And it's so totally unexpected. But I took that 12 and a half inch dick 
that day. And let's just say I had to call in sick for the next several days because I couldn't even fucking walk for several days following. And then fast forward a few weeks later to going out on a date with one of the most sexiest looking guys out there. We went to dinner. We went back to my place and he just implied that he was strictly only a top. And when we got naked and he dropped his pants, my jaw also dropped to the floor, not because it was huge like before, but because it was the teeniest, tiniest pinky dick. And I'm going to be honest, I was just being nice by letting him try to top me. And I do mean try because I don't really know what was going on back there, but I really don't even think he was big enough to make it in to my hole. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill and let's explore the idea of that statement. Don't judge a cock by its foreskin. now listening to my gay expose podcast a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind i'm ronnie washburn a writer lgbtq plus community activist self-proclaimed messy loud-mouthed and somewhat semi-passable podcast host Bopper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that actually whips its big, huge cock out and slaps it across your face before you open up your mouth to suck. My Gay Expose Podcast. And on this week's expose, oh my God, you guys, I'm so fucking excited. You know, I love talking about dick. There's really no other topic of conversation that I'd rather talk about in this world. And I think you'll probably find out why a little bit later on in this week's expose that I'm just completely digmatized by the entire notion of a beautiful dick. And that's it. (laughs) But we're really going to hit every single dick-related topic that you could think of this week. Like, does size really matter? Or is it just the motion in the ocean? What do you think? I mean, we're really going to like deep dive into stigmas and stereotypes that say, is it true that all Asians have small to tiny dicks? Or is it true that all black guys have BBC or huge cock? I'm going to tell you my opinion on those because let me just say that I have seen so many different types of dick 
more than I can probably ever count in my entire lifetime. And we'll talk about that more later as well. Also, I'm going to share with you some statistics that I found that really just show the world average penis size flaccid, the world average penis size erect, and the actual percentage of guys in this world that are over seven inches. And honestly, all three numbers just absolutely fucking shocked me, like jaw dropped to the floor. Like, I I think you're going to be surprised at those results. And this week on the Your Gay Expose segment, I reached out to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners, and asked with three words to describe a dick only. What is your ideal type of dick and why? (laughs) I don't think I have to tell you how fucking entertaining that shit's gonna be, so stay tuned for that. But first, before we pull back that foreskin and do a little swirly thing with our tongue around the head. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that maybe you didn't fully understand, or you know what, maybe I didn't even fully understand. You came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, fuck, oh my god, what the, I don't even know why I said, oh god, Jesus, what a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. All right, you guys, so check it out. I <laughs> I just want to address something that <sighs> kind of happened last week on the Instagram page at Exposing My Gay. So here's the thing. I posted to, you know, promo that the episode was actually dropped the day that it dropped. And then somebody actually made a comment. And here's the thing. I fully get and understand that on Instagram, you know, you get comments from random people who maybe just don't even know what the fuck's going on or that, you know, this specific Instagram page is a podcast Instagram page. And I don't expect anybody to fully understand exactly what it is that, you know, I'm posting. But when I published the photo for, you know, last week's episode, Shame on You for Shame Eating, and, you know, pretty much filled out the caption, I got a very nasty comment from somebody who was trying to pretty much call me out for shaming people who shame eat. Oh, so here we go again. Okay, you guys, listen, I want to make something very fucking clear. If you listen along in last week's episode, I pretty much was making fun of myself for shame eating. There's multiple spots in the episode where I referenced, you know, feeling like you have to fit in with the crowd and feel fit and thin. Listen, that's a struggle that we as gays all deal with in our lives. And however we all deal with that specific struggle or journey, that's completely up to you. Some people really struggle with it and some people don't give a flying fuck and eat what they want and do what they do and go to the gym or don't go to the gym or just live their life exactly as they see fit. And listen, just because I'm talking about my 
unhealthy relationship with food, how I shame eat, you know, the idea and the notion of eating some of the things that I eat and, you know, being a bottom and feeling guilty and et cetera. That's me personally. I'm not speaking for the entire gay community as a whole. I never have. I never will. So for all of you out there who want to just come for me and, you know, imply that I'm shaming people for eating, you all can go fuck yourself. If you've listened along to the show, you know that I'm very sensitive to people who have eating disorders. I've talked about that so many times in the past or any struggle in life. I'm so sensitive to everybody living a very full, long, happy, and healthy life. So, okay, listen, I'm going to say it one more time. I don't know if this person understood that it was a podcast episode, that I was pretty much just mocking myself on the episode, but let's just make it very clear just for the record that Ronnie Washburn in no way shames anyone for doing anything that they feel they should do. And that's it. And we're not going to say any more about it, you guys. This year, I have been hit so hardcore with a lot of negative comments. And I just feel like everybody needs to fully understand that I come from a very lighthearted, happy place. I support the LGBTQ plus community in any way, shape and form. I am a fucking full-blown, dedicated HIV and AIDS advocate. I consider myself to be somebody who gives up my own personal time free of charge to endorse causes that benefit the LGBTQ plus community. I am not that person. So if you for one moment think that I am that person, this show maybe is not for you and I'm okay with that. So let's just make that clear and let's move on. I don't have any tolerance for hateful negative comments and Really, at the end of all of it, I've said this before on the show, and I'll say it again. You know, when they, haters, when they all start to come for you, that means you know that you've arrived. So apparently, I've been arrived for a long time now. <laughs> uh, and speaking of hateful comments, make sure that you check out my second show, Blood is Sicker then alcohol with my straight brother Ryan is my co-host you guys it's starting to get a lot of buzz a lot of attention it's super exciting and i just have to say i am so having a lot of fun just bouncing off my straight brother and comparing and contrasting you know sometimes we get into some serious hardcore like situations where we have to talk through some really difficult shit but also We have so much fun drinking our way through like topics of conversation where I bring up gay shit. He brings up stray shit. We compare and contrast. It's so much fun. I'm so glad that I made the decision to create this moment where I've, you know, done this second show. And, you know, the feedback is almost all positive. It's it's just so much fun. You guys really need to check it out. See what I'm like talking to somebody else on a regular basis who's related to me, but also so not me at all whatsoever. And you can see how we are fighting profusely in one moment, but then laughing and telling each other that we love each other in the next. And that's it, you guys. Just check it out. Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Blood is thicker than alcohol with Ryan and Ronnie Washburn. You don't want to miss one moment. And that being said, one last thing, you guys, I need your help. We're getting to the like end of the finish line here. 
AIDS life cycle is literally just a couple months away as we sit here in this moment. And I need all of you to help me out by donating to my AIDS life cycle journey. There's a link in this week's show notes. There's going to be a link in every single one of my social media bios, a link in every one of my websites. If you pretty much just Google Ronnie Washburn, you can find a way to donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. So before we get my gay expose that just so happens to have a really thick shaft themed undertone first, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners, with only three descriptive words. Tell me what your ideal dick is and why. So let's get some of those responses now. Michael says, big, thick, veiny. Veiny? That's a descriptor I didn't think that I would collect this week for sure. Veiny? You like veiny? I mean, I'm not against veins, but that's your preference? All right. What I mean, hey, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but there's that. <laughs> Peter says, <laughs> big, bigger, biggest. <laughs> the fuck? Jason says, trimmed, 6.5 minimum, cut. Court says, cut. Clean. Come. Uh, I'm glad that you like a dick that comes. <laughs> Kyle says, big, thick, juicy. Daniel says, girthy, clean, responsive. <laughs> responsive. Yeah, I think responsive is definitely fucking important. You know, I didn't expect that as a descriptive word this week for sure. But yeah, definitely very fucking important. <laughs> Robert says, functioning, cut, and clear. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. Okay, so this is my most recent ex. And he actually told me when we were together that he only sleeps with like white translucent pink dick. Like that's the only kind of dicks that he wants. <laughs> <laughs> which is why he was probably with me. But also, like, that's all you're going to go for. That's like taking 4% of the entire 100% population. Little, okay, whatever. Again, not going to yuck anybody's yum, but apparently Robert only goes for clear dick. So if you're looking for Robert out there, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you better be clear. Alex says, wet, throbbing, full. Walter said, thick, dark, uncut. Mark says, thick, juicy, and pink. Okay, so I just have to say this really quick. As somebody who has a pink dick, 
Me, I do. I have a pink dick because I'm a fucking ginger. So I'm pale as fuck, but I definitely have a fucking pink dick. I have been fetishized over the fact that I have said pink dick. And I just don't know why. Because as I've stated so many times on this show, I I like my meat well done. That's it. I, I just don't get it. Jeff says, clean, hung, and uncut. Brayden says, big booty ho. Oh my God, you guys, so see, this is what happens when your fucking friends learn that when you get questions like this sent to you via text message, that they know that they shouldn't take it seriously because it's fucking for this goddamn show. See, I need new friends. Fuck you, Brayden. <laughs> Love you, bitch. Ben says, I heart dick. <laughs> okay, well, there, those are three words. <laughs> I'm guessing that means you're not picky. (laughs) Abraham says, eight thick inches. (laughs) And then afterwards he put, that's three words, bitch. (laughs) I knew this fucking segment was going to be so much fucking fun this week. I told you. (laughs) Michael number two says, big mushroom head. I love how you guys are getting fucking creative with this shit. (laughs) My straight brother Ryan says as follows. Mine, my own, attached to me. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, I always send all of my questions, regardless of how gay they are, to my straight brother just to see, like, what he says. But, Ryan, I have to tell you. That's one, two, three, four, five, six words. <laughs> Epic fail. Kevin says, <laughs> Ke- <laughs> Oh my God, this bit. Kevin says, Big, large, huge. <laughs> oh my God. You guys, this is a big time bottom size queen friend. For sure. So this is not shocking. (laughs) Like no other criteria at all whatsoever. It just has to be big, large, huge. (laughs) This bitch. Dorinda says. (laughs) Oh my God. I love this girl. Dorinda says big, black, and loyal. (laughs) Oh my God, there's so much that I could say behind this, but I can't. (laughs) Well, I just have to say, this is probably one of the best Your Gay Expose segments that we've had in a really fucking long time. (laughs) So many interesting different answers. I knew it was going to be a good way to go with the three different descriptive words. Just knew it was going to be a slam fucking dunk. And, you know, I just if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And now, let's get my gay expose. And you'll find out why you should never judge a cock by its foreskin. 
All right, you guys, listen. I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster and it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. The following expose was recorded in my gay walk of shame era. Don't judge a dick by its foreskin. Really what I mean by that, it's not necessarily the idea of it having foreskin. It's really the idea that don't judge a dick on what it's capable of. Because <laughs> you never fucking know. You know, there's all of those like stigmas and stereotypes that people say that bigger dicks are always better. Bigger is better, whatever. I'm here to tell you that is not always the case. In fact, in my vast experience, and when I say vast experience, I'm like legitimately saying that I really don't know how many dicks that I've had inside me or in my mouth. Like, I don't think I could even tell you. Like a hundred, maybe? No, definitely more. Uh, A thousand? Probably. Five thousand? I wouldn't put it past me. (laughs) Like, I have literally had so many dicks, seen so many dicks, done so many different things with so many different dicks that I could tell you literally every single type, size, shape, color, all of it. It's I could literally paint you the most pristine and delicious looking picture of all time. So that being said, I've had a lot of sex. So what that means is, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess I am that stereotypical gay guy where I am turned on by big dick. I love big, fat, giant, juicy dick. In fact, I have to say, if I were to pick my favorite type of dick, like if I were to do this week's Your Gay Expose segment and pick three specific words to describe my pristine dick, I think I would definitely go thick, brown, and uncut, I, you know, honestly, I love my meat well done. That's just a fact. Like, I love darker meat. The bigger, the better, uncut, juicy. That is my ideal dick. But here's the thing. I have had my fucking world rocked. Rocked by some of the strangest, not, not, not necessarily delicious looking, but like, uh, okay, it's a dick. It's not the most desirable looking dick I've ever seen, but it it's a little smaller than I expected. And, you know, let's just 
what what the fuck? Let's just give it a go. Let's, let's give it a shot. Like, whatever. And I have had my fucking world rocked. My mind blown. Just orgasms beyond description. Guys with smaller dicks really fucking know how to turn it out. Because here's my theory. And I think I've talked about this a few times on the show. But this is my theory. I feel that guys that have smaller dicks or like average dicks... They have to work harder for it. They actually have to put a little bit more oomph in to their flow. So that being said, I feel that because they have to work that much harder for it, they know exactly what they have to do. And they set out and they fucking do it. And they almost always deliver. I have had so many awkward sexual encounters with guys that have big dicks. It's unbelievable. Believable. And I do really fervently feel that guys that have bigger dicks, they've just always had a big dick. So therefore, they just, they rely on that. They don't have to work for it. They don't have to perform in the bedroom like guys who have the smaller to average dicks because they have a big dick and they're going to get attention regardless. And that's just basically been my average overall experience with this entire notion of motion in the ocean versus bigger is better. I mean, what do you, I don't know. What do you guys think? Call in on the official Mind Day Expose podcast hotline and tell me what you think. And speaking of all of us in the gay community really just being size queens or just desiring the bigger dicks, I actually I talked about this a little bit in the Send Nudes Expose where... A friend of mine, a very close friend of mine and I, hey, we kind of created this whole dick to hand size ratio is what we call it. And basically, that's just when you take a dick pic that some random guy sends you and based on how the guy's holding his dick or positioning his dick, you can kind of tell, you know, how big his dick is based on how big his hand is. And I feel like this is is a big miss for a lot of people because... You know, you can you can make a photo look super deceiving, like depending on the positioning, the lighting, all of it. You can make a dick look far bigger than it actually is in person. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've shown up to a grinder guy's house and been a little bit disappointed when they drop their pants. Because if I remember the dick pic correctly, it looked a hell of a lot bigger than that that I'm looking at right now. So what the hell happened? But if you actually take the time to evaluate the hand a little bit more than just honing in on the dick, you might get a little bit more of a feel for what you're getting yourself into. And the reason why this was created between me and the said friend was because he's such a fucking size queen. This is my friend, Victor. And he he and I have really just been known to kind of send like dick pics that of guys that we always are hitting on or getting or receiving from guys on Grindr. We'll send it back and forth and be like, what do you think? What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And like, we have kind of just, it's like getting a second opinion, so to speak, on that dick to hand size ratio. Like, what do you think this is? (laughs) Like, very that. But the reason why is because Victor will not mess with anyone who is any smaller than seven and a half inches. That's right, folks. I'm going to say it one more time. My friend Victor will not touch any dick that is less than seven and a half inches. That's just his thing. That's what he's into. That's what he wants. 
that's what he expects. And honestly, that just blows my mind because if I didn't take the time in my life to give all of those five inch dicks a chance in my ass, then I wouldn't be sitting here in this moment with my hand on the Bible and swearing an oath, you know, in the court of law that small dicks can fucking blow your mind. Like I would never know that if I hadn't given them a chance. So I try my very best to encourage him, you know, to possibly give smaller dicks a second chance, but he, he just, he's stubborn as fuck and he won't do it. But that's, that's the reason why I came up with that whole hand to dick size ratio that I've talked about a few times on the show is from this friend. And really, if you think about it, we're all into bigger dicks. Even in the straight world, it's the same fucking thing. My best girlfriend, she is really into big dicks. And truth be told, has told me on many occasions that the current guy that she's with, she's really only with because he has a big dick. (laughs) Oh my God, I hope he doesn't listen to this show. (laughs) But long story short, there are so many stigmas and stereotypes about dick size in regards to race, which is really kind of sad that we're still sitting in this moment in 2022 where people think that Asian guys have all have small dicks and that black guys all have big dicks. You guys, I'm fucking here to tell you that all the dicks that I've seen that are Asian, and there are quite a few because I'm really into Asian men, most of them are bigger than average. Most of them are bigger than average. I have seen the biggest fucking Asian dicks ever. And I'm here to tell you and attest, again, with my hand on that Bible and my <laughs> my oath in the court of law, that Asian guys have fucking big dicks. That stereotype that say that all Asian dicks have are small? No, not true. I'm here to dispel that myth for you here on my Gay Expose podcast. But I've got some bad news as well. On that note, black guys, they're not always BBC. They're not always huge. In fact, there's a guy that I've been seeing recently. We've been kind of getting to know each other and just really haven't really been able to maneuver our schedules to a place where we can actually meet in person until just recently. So we really spent about a month and a half kind of getting to know each other via text before we actually met in person. And he was just really fucking upfront and honest with me. He was like, hey, I just he's a black guy. And he's like, I just want to let you know that I'm not BBC. I'm just average. And, you know, of course I want BBC. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'd be a liar if I said that I didn't enjoy a little big cock every now and again. But I'm not writing him off just because he's an average dick. Because like I've said so many times on this fucking show big dick isn't always the t <laughs> like I, I, again this guy's probably gonna rock my world when we eventually have sex so you know you, you just never know not all black guys have big dicks and i will say this too even in my past with hookups there are black guys that don't have big dicks either so it really just all of those stigmas and stereotypes that you've heard along the way. You can just throw all that shit out the window. I am here to tell you it's all bullshit. There's also this weird notion that white guys for some reason have smaller dicks, but I'm here to tell you white guys have had some of the biggest fucking dicks that I've ever seen in my life. So there's that 
too. So that's why I titled this fucking expose, Don't Judge a Dick by its foreskin, or don't judge a cock by its foreskin, whatever the fuck I named it. Because you can't, you can't judge a dick. When you look at a fucking dick, whether it be the size, the foreskin, the color, whatever it is about that dick that you're looking at, you never know what it will do to you, whether good or bad. And speaking of big dick, on a side note, that's so funny, I used to write, I know I've talked about this shit so many times on this show, when I was writing my Gay Walk of Shame blog, Basically, I wrote this entry about one of my favorite hookups of all time. And he was this guy, this Asian guy, actually, who had a huge fucking dick. And it was curved downward. You guys, this dick was so thick, big, and delicious. And, you know, he honestly, even to this day, is probably one of my favorite hookups of all time. You know, I was so sold on the idea and the notion that because his dick was curved down, that whenever we would have sex missionary style in that position, that it would just hit my G-spot in a way that would just blew my fucking mind every single time. So I wrote about this in my blog and somebody actually commented on it by saying, okay, so I get the idea about what you're saying about the, you know, the dick being curved down and hitting that spot or whatever. If you flipped around, don't you think that it would be the same thing? <laughs> I never fucking even thought about it. I like went through the motions of just declaring like out loud and proud that this curved down dick was everything that I needed and more. Oh my God. But you know, it's just it, experimenting with all these different dicks is just one of the most fulfilling, rewarding and life enriching things that I've ever had in my entire life. And you know, really at the end of all of it, It's just no one dick is better than another. That's all I have to say. One might look better and one might work it better. One might hit that spot better. You just never know. So that being said, since everybody is so keen on big dicks these days, I actually stumbled on some fucking statistics that are actually kind of shocking. Did you know, for example, the average worldwide flaccid dick is, wait for it, 3.6 inches flaccid. I'm going to say it one more time. 3.6 inch dick. Flaccid. That's the average worldwide statistical like data that was collected. That blows my fucking mind because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I've seen many 3.6 inch flaccid dicks. Like, online anywhere. Like I don't, I, I, I can't, like I've never really seen very few dicks that small in my life, I have to say. The average erect penis worldwide is 5.2 inches, which that's average. Again, I'm going to be real. I've seen so many fucking dicks, thousands of dicks and 5.2. I don't feel like that's the average that I remember in my mind. I mean, it could be coincidence, but like I've seen so many dicks, I find it very hard to believe that 5.2 is the average erect cock. But here's the statistic that actually blew my mind. In regards to the average overall male population that took this fucking survey or whatever the fuck, however they collected this data, for guys that have seven inches or more, Did you know that that's fucking 9% of the population? 9% of this world, you guys, are over seven 
inches. 9%. 9%. There's no fucking way. That, in, again, I'm just replaying dick after dick after dick after dick in my mind. And I just, I can't justify those numbers being accurate. I, I really just don't know. And these are worldwide statistics. I just, I don't believe it. I really, honestly, I don't want to believe it because I've seen a lot more than what this information is providing for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, well, but on that note, in 2018, my bestie and I, we took a month-long trip to Thailand. And of course, you know, because we were in a foreign country traveling, we wouldn't do anything else in the hotel in our downtime other than both being on our grinder. I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> Especially in a country like Thailand, where there's like legitimately travelers from all over the fucking world. It's not just the locals. It's like everybody else who's traveling as well. But what's crazy is, you know, for those of you not in the United States that are listening to this show, where our metric system is the only one. I think there's one other country in the Middle East, if I'm not mistaken, that follows the same metric system that we do. So we like calculate by inches and feet and whatnot. But every other country in the rest of the world calculates by like centimeters and shit. So it was so fucking funny whenever we would get hit on by guys on Grinder, they'd be like, oh yeah, I'm 73 centimeters. And we would just, my friend and I would be looking at each other like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, okay, hold on. Let me Google like, hey Siri, <laughs> how many centimeters is 73 into inch. It's literally, it was very that. So yeah, we all live in this world where we all just want big dicks. But I'm here to tell you in this fucking moment here on my Gay Expose podcast, don't judge a cock by its foreskin. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go get the biggest, juiciest dick that I've ever had right now. <laughs> All this talk of dick has got me feeling like I need it. So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights? Hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms. Gender fluid and non-binary. Bisexuals and lesbians. Transgender and questioning. Well, I'd like to think that we learned a whole hell of a lot this week. Okay, uh, all right, listen. At any rate, what we learned is that, okay, sure. Most of us really just want that big, giant, juicy dick, right? I mean, we all kind of just... That's what we seek out. That's what we crave. That's what we want. But really, at the end of all of it, this week we learned that it's really not about the size of the dick. It's more about the motion in the ocean. And once again, I'll say it one more time. If I had a dime for how many times I had my fucking world rocked by an average to smaller size dick, I would be so rich that I wouldn't even have to work in this world. You guys... I'm telling you, if you are one of those size queens out there that turns your nose up at anything less than like a six inch dick, for example, well, you might be missing out on the best sex of your life. Think about that for a moment. 
So give it a go. Give it a try. Next time that guy hits you up on Grindr and you think that his dick is just not for you, you never know. It might be the perfect dick for you. And I just want to hear from all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there. What the fuck do you think? Do you feel like it's about the size of the dick? Size of the dick? (laughs) Oh, God, I can't even talk right now. Or do you feel it is the motion in the ocean? Give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me what you guys think all about it. I want to hear it all. Give it to me straight. Oh, God. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars. You guys, please click that five-star rating. Follow on Spotify. And don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and Positive Plus One. All at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the official show website, mygayexposepodcast.com. And there you'll find any information that you need to know about the show, including the official show question of the week for the Your Gay Expose segment each and every week. And don't forget to check out the official show merch line, Bossy Power Bottom, where? At RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I, Washburn. and pick your next piece for your upcoming gay and or pride-related event or just shit that you want to wear to the gym to ensure that that hot jock top that you made eye contact with from across the gym will go ahead and fuck you in the showers because he read your shirt, he knows you're down, and you guys are ready to party in the showers. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will compare and contrast a dick pic and describe it to all of you with all of you next time. This week's expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.